Welcome to another episode of Mystics Talk, brought to you by 9450 Women's Basketball Network. This is your host, Nathan Snell. We are recapping what seems to be a lengthy road trip. It finally ends tonight in Las Vegas against the Las Vegas Aces. And the Washington Mystics are 0-2 in the road after a disappointing two games against the Sparks and the Seattle Storm. The Washington Mystics look to have a turnaround against the number one ranked offense in the WNBA. The Washington Mystics, they have been a very interesting team this season. I remember as Coach T said at the beginning of the season, we have to play our best basketball at the end of the season. And we are at the halfway mark. We're, what, two weeks from All-Star break. There are some things that still need some fixing uh, from – the standpoint of the offense has to be better. And how can I explain it? When the Mystics, they have been a different team when Elena Deladon is not on the floor versus when she's on the floor. I think the stat is like she's we're eight and three when she's on the floor and then whoever loses her, she's not. The identity without Elena Deladon is clear that you need a, an Elena Deladon on the floor. This team is capable of being one of the best teams in the league, but we're not playing like it. I feel like we play up and we play down a certain competition, and that's just not going. To, that's not what a championship team looks like. From a team that won a championship two years ago, we've got a majority of that roster still with us. Elena, Tosh, Maisha, Ariel. I know Emma's not here. Ariel's not here. Tiana's still here. It may, maybe it's just me, but you've got champions on this roster. And I feel like it's the system in a sense, but I feel like you don't have a consistent consistency in your lineup where players are coming in and out of the lineup. That makes a difference. It makes a true difference. It's shown against Los Angeles. I thought we did a bad job as a unit where we just didn't shoot the ball. Also, too, we turned the ball over one too many times. You're just not going to win. You're not going to win the ball games when you're turning the ball over 10 or plus times. And on, on top of that, too, Los Angeles took advantage of, of shots. We lost that game. We lost 84-82. Natasha Cloud missed two free throws with a chance to win the game for us. With oh, your my God. After the second one, it was intentionally the, decided to miss the third one to try to get an offensive rebound, but it didn't happen. I love the fight. We stayed with it. The grit on grinding this team is we, there's no quit. But it was a disappointing loss. The Seattle Storm, we were not really that much better. It's interesting. I When you hear them talk from a defensive standpoint, defense wins championships. Uh, it, has start, it has to start with the defense first. I think it's really – the team that I saw Friday is not on the defensive side of the ball. When you play against a team like Seattle, you have to be on your P's and Q's. Because they will take advantage of mistakes. They will take advantage of anything. Any miscues, Seattle will take advantage of. I think it's interesting to really see. We just did not have that great of a defensive game. I think we missed shots from the field and from from the three and from the field. We shot under 40%. That's just simply just not going to win you basketball games. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I, I just don't know. I don't know what to say. This is disgusting. It's disgraceful. It's embarrassing. And I'm ticked off. It's don't, it don't make any sense. This is unacceptable. 
quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, I could win basketball games like that. Uh, we did. I thought we did a. Yeah, we got on the defensive side of the ball, particularly in the, in the transition. We just just bad transition defense. I've seen. I saw a lot of baseball passes. We gave up layups. We gave a weak side defense. I mean, they twenty to four in fast break points, and most of those came off turnovers. That's not going to win. That's not going to win basketball games. That's just not. Uh, and again, you cannot win basketball games against a team like Seattle, Las Vegas, Connecticut when you're shooting under forty percent as a cohesive unit. You've got, you mean you can get good shots, but you've got to you got to make those shots, and that's just plain and simple, whether we like it or not. Elena Deladon had twenty points in that game. Alicia Clark had eight. Maisha Angel had twelve come off the bench, and Tasha, you know, she continues her streak of dishing the ball, whether we like it or not. Like the Mystics, they need some consistency offensively. That has been the key. And also, not just on the on the offense, but the defense side of the ball. The fact that, look at the box score, they had four of their starters in double figures. That can't happen. You had someone, you had Ezzy, Meg, Meg McGore, she had 20 points. Brianna Stewart had nearly had a triple-double. Sue Bird had 12 points. Jewel Lloyd had a quiet 21. That's just not going to win you basketball game. You can't have that. Okay, Seattle is a team is when you're not focused and you make mistakes, they're going to hurt you in that department. And that's what we saw. And I was just very disappointed. Now, I definitely want to share some clips with you guys. I was able to ask in the pregame and postgame, because I wanted to see did he take any coach, did he take anything from what he learned against the Sparks, Seattle, and to tonight against Vegas. So let me play those clips for y'all. I just this is the pregame. I just asked, got just a couple questions. I wanted to just get in this head because Elizabeth Williams was not with us Friday night because her brother was Mark Williams was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. Fifth of by the Charlotte Hornets. Congratulations. And I don't know why it was made a big deal of she should not have been there to support her brother. It made absolutely no sense. I thought that was really crazy of people to really insinuate that basketball comes first and supporting family, especially with a milestone like that for Mark. When you're not preparing, hey, Coach how are you? Good. Yes, sir. Question for you. And you're, when you're not preparing, looking at film before the game, like what do you do to have in your spare time that's not basketball? <laughs> Once the season starts, it's pretty hard. I try to have a routine on a day like today on game days. We meet as a staff in the morning, so it's all basketball until after shoot-around. But once shoot-around's over and I've written up my game notes, I'll try to read or watch something today. I watched the hearings and went for about an hour walk to get away. My wife and I are movie people, and there's certain TV things that we binge watch, but try to get out and walk, do things like that, explore a little bit. Cities like this, I love walking. It's a great city to walk in. Won't be so much tomorrow in Vegas at 105 degrees. Oh, uh, gosh. This was a day to do it. But I, once the, in, when you're in season, you're pretty much really in, especially in a season like this where you're playing every other day. You don't really have a lot of dang downtime when you can just get away from it. It's actually interesting. We have, um, when the Commissioner's Cup week is there, we actually have six days where we don't play, and we're going to give our team a three-day vacation. I think we'll all just want to get away from it and do something different. We'll play golf for a day or do something. Normally, in my younger life, in the NBA days, the summer was time for playing golf. I don't get to do much of that now. 
And then you have a good career as well in the NBA, like draft day, like, did you always find like it to be an exciting time or stressful time as a oh, at the same time? Uh, <laughs> you've done a lot of work. You're excited to see what the draft brings. We were excited when we had ours. The Wizards guys have been working on this forever. You sit there and especially if you don't have the first couple picks where you control it, you're at the mercy of everybody else or you're a little bit nervous or if you're trying to pull off a trade. But it's the it's the adrenaline rush, just like games, the draft night's an adrenaline rush for a lot of people. Yes, and last one for me. For tonight, how is how important is it for the bench to be proactive in this game against a team like Seattle? Yeah, like I was saying earlier, that could be the difference in the game. Their bench is good. I think this this is when everybody's healthy, these are two of the deeper teams. We're watching some teams right now, like Vegas and Connecticut and a few others with injuries. Phoenix, the same boat that they're playing a lot of their starters, big minutes. And we've been able to survive that. Seattle, after they got past their COVID stretch, has been able to do that. And so we hope over the course of the season that saves some wear and tear on your team. But nights like this, that could be a difference in the game. Appreciate you. Good luck tonight. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Coach. And the bench was not productive. Looking at this box score, you look at really the team as a cohesive unit. We struggled, everybody with the exception of Ruri. Manchita was the only one that was positive. She was five at a plus five. Everybody else was in the negatives. You had a couple that were in the negative teens. Like, that's just simply just not going to win basketball games. We just got to shoot the ball better. Ariel said something after the Sparks game where, you know, we it's we can fix it, but we can't keep having a good game here and a bad game there. We got to be consistent. That's the key. I said it at the beginning of this road trip is consistency. And hopefully tonight against a team that's arguably who's the run and gun offense in my personal opinion, MVP, uh, a team led by Becky Frazier, coach of the year. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's curious to see how this Mystic team, there are two different styles of offense. Mystics arguably have to have uh, – our pace is not the greatest. It's slowest in the W compared to Las Vegas where we're a – they are a run-and-gun offense. So we're supposed to be – the best offense, the best offense versus best defense. If you remember that first game, it took us overtime to beat them. We didn't have Alicia Clark or Adela Dawn or Elizabeth Wood. No, not Alicia Clark. Alicia Clark, Natasha Cloud, excuse me, and Elizabeth Williams. We didn't have those three. So it's going to be different to see those three out there, the different things. I'm pretty sure that they've taken some stuff from film, and you know, I'm really curious to see how they're going to look tonight. Uh, when you look at Las Vegas, they can do just about everything. Asia Wilson, her games opened up more because if you look at last year, her and Liz Cambage, they had to share, they had to really share the workload in terms of posting up. I think Asia, you can see she has more more freedom to do whatever she wants with her game. And I think that shows. What I think also shows too is that you got to slow down a backcourt like Jackie and Kelsey Plum and also to that pick and roll. That's going to be the key is how you slow down this offense. Now, when you look at the Mystics, we have individually, we have great defenders. So they have, we have length and athleticism. So Becky Hammond and the Aces, they're going to have the work to find something. They're going to find some type of weakness. And then like us, we've got to really just 
keep it simple. We just got to just make shots. We got to be communicative on defense. I've seen the improvements. It's just got to be better. It's plain and simple. There's no way around that. Now, also, too, Kennedy Burke was waived today. Actually, it was waived Friday, excuse me, from the Washington Mystics. Good Lord. Thank the good Lord I am on FCC Airways. I, <laughs> thank the good Lord. I, it's, it's hard to take, man. It- Contracts were guaranteed as of yesterday, and he wants some flexibility at that final roster spot, he, he knows who he wants to sign. I'm actually curious who he's going to sign. I have some ideas, particularly sometime either tomorrow, Monday or Tuesday, tomorrow, tomorrow Sunday, either Monday or Tuesday. So he has an idea. He talked about it in the pregame availability. He has an idea of who he wants to bring off that open spot. Players have to clear waivers. It's a flexibility move. So if somebody gets injured or anything like down the stretch, you have that flexibility. So it'd be interesting. It'd definitely be interesting to see what this Mystic team will look like tonight. I'm going to say the Washington Mystics surprise the Las Vegas Aces. I'm going to look along the lines of 91-81. I think the Mystics can do it. I think if it starts on the defensive side of the ball, they take care of the ball, make shots, take away something. From Las Vegas, you got to take away something, whether it's to pick and roll, uh, slow down their pace. It's two different styles of offense, but I, I, I think the Washington Mystics can surprise Las Vegas Aces. With that being said, I want to give a shout out to Daniel and KDOT. Um, I heard them earlier. We're talking about the ruling that happened yesterday with Roe v. Wade. I think it's really sad to know that we have going backwards. When you look at the court, yes, it's very conservative. But it's interesting to know that our this is supposed to be a country, uh, home of the free, all those different things like that. But we prioritize banning abortions before banning guns. Uh, that just lets you know the mindset of some. The fact that it's taken this long to come to an agreement about gun control and different things like that. Since it's disgusting, we've had what, 276 mass shootings, but yet that didn't seem to be important. More important was about abortion. It is a woman's right to do, it's her, it's a woman's right. It's a human right. Uh, It's already, we're dealing with a lot of, we need a lot of reform across the board, education, healthcare, all those kind of things. We need reform across the board. And I have been very open about it. We really have to get out and vote all three branches of our government, whether that is the legislative, judicial, those all, they all matter. All three branches of government matter. You got primaries coming up in your states. Get out and vote. It's important because whether you like it or not, your mayors, your district courts, Judges, senators, district congressmen, they all play a very important role. We got to get them voting. I really do believe that you will see a, a good turnout come November. But also, too, you got those, regardless of parties, that are sitting there, that have been there, we, they're not doing their job. And we got to start putting people in positions of power that are going to get the job done. 
whether we like it or not. That's why we got to come together and politically organize and hold people accountable. Uh, but this will be fixed. This will, you will, I do believe that things will get better. It's just really scary, you know, the times that we're in, and especially some of the things that were said, things that could be potentially down the road attacked. But it is our job to prevent those from not happening. So make sure you're registered to vote. If you're not registered to vote, make sure you do that. Be ready to vote. I'm late at that. All right. That's going to end the episode. This is Mr. Talk brought to you by Nathan Sell again on the 9450 Women's Basketball Network. You can follow me on Twitter at one Snell. Again, that's one Nathan Snell. You can also follow me on my YouTube channel. Same as Nathan Snell. But until then, I will see y'all in the next episode. Peace out, y'all.